Jake, an absolute pleasure to talk to you, my friend. Um, the boxing and MMA world, let's face it, they've been furious at you for a couple of years. But I think, and I think you might agree here, you're beginning to get a degree of acceptance just due to the fact your numbers cannot be argued with. How are you finding the, the reception to this fight in comparison to the other couple? Yeah, look, I mean, there, there's been a lot of naysayers and, and people mad at me for coming to the sport. And I've, you know, ruffled the feathers of the whole MMA community. Um, but yeah, there's definitely been the other side of it where legends like Mike Tyson and, uh, you know, Roy Jones Jr. or Vander Holyfield, they, they've embraced my movement. And so that, that's been awesome to see. And I think there's that transitioning happening where they're like, oh, okay, this kid respects the sport. He's working hard. And I don't think they want to admit it. They're like, okay, he's good at this sport. I think it's the, almost the biggest compliment you could get is the fact that whether it's good or bad, everyone has an opinion, right? And I think that's quite a rare and intangible thing to have that is the most almost vital thing to have in fight sports in general, right? Yeah, I think, I think just life in general, you know, if people don't care or if you don't draw an emotion from them when they mention your name or your business or your brand, then you're not doing the proper marketing. So hundred percent, that's, that's what I've gone for is, Hey, Hey, hate me or love me, but you have to respect me. You have to see the numbers and I'm out here winning, you know, until someone can beat me then, then I'm going to be, I'm going to keep talking my. It's uh, it's one thing to talk about the marketing, but you've been in camp almost constantly. It seems like because you've, you've started this journey, you know, later than a lot of boxers do, right? You seem to be always in camp. You don't take the bit of time off in between fights. This is your third fight since December, right? How's, how's living the life of a fighter been for you, given that it's been so nonstop? Yeah, it's pretty crazy, man. I was thinking about that, you know, the other day. I've just been going, going, going. And I don't even remember what it was like to not be a fighter. I don't remember what it's like to not be in camp. Um, so this is this is seriously my life now. And this is as professional, as serious as it gets. And my team, you know, has just pushed me and pushed me and pushed me. And I know I'm behind the eight ball. I know everyone wants to see me fail. And I know I started late, so that motivates me to put even more time in and to pay attention to detail and to not make any mistakes. And in a weird way, the delay of my career, starting my career has almost been beneficial because I've been crafted from the ground up by coaches who haven't let me make any mistakes in sparring or on the mitts versus if you start when you're super young, you can form bad habits. Um, so in a weird way, I, I almost think it's some sort of weird advantage I got going on here. And there's a whole number of boxing cliches about motivation and, and the sport getting harder once you've had the success. Are you having the opposite thing? Are you finding it easier to motivate yourself the further in you get? Yeah, 100%. I, I'm, I'm only getting more and more motivated. I'm getting more and more hungry and I'm becoming addicted to the, the progress that I'm making in the gym and in sparring because I'm getting exponentially better. And it's been this like straight up movement. And I, 
I just love the the progress of, of where I'm going. And when I see how good I'm getting, my, my brain just <laughs> can calculate like exactly what's going to happen over the next couple of years. And it's a bright ass future and I'm not slowing down for anything. And, and you've mentioned before wanting to take, wanting to take boxing above MMA again. Do you think there's something that's just been missing from the boxing world that you're bringing in that, that, that MMA and UFC has taken over? Yeah, look, I, I think a lot of things, but, you know, first and foremost, the, the younger audience, you know, I think boxing hasn't done a good job of content and, and, you know, being active on socials and getting those highlight real knockouts out there and having almost a one unified place where people can go and, and, and watch fights um, and just bringing that whole new audience that's coming up, that's, you know, figuring out their interests, presenting them with boxing and instead of MMA, that that's first and foremost. Um, but just, you know, the talk, the excitement, you know, the, the little things I, I got, a I got a mascot giant robot following me around, you know, it, it's all those little things. It's not just one thing. It's, it's the total, package that that i think i that i bring to the sport that is very very unique and like i said I, i'm just getting warmed up with what's with what's possible uh the my fight shorts on fight night you will never see anything like it like i will be the first fighter to do these fight shorts and i think it'll be something that fighters copy for for years and years to come so i'm just i'm just trying to change the game and yet i mean talking about you know bringing boxing back above mma your second fight now against uh, an established MMA fighter, uh, Tyron Widley, no slouch whatsoever. Do you think you've picked the best possible time to have him in this match? Um, look, I mean, I, I would have fought him whenever, you know. I, I'm, I'm doing these fights as soon as we can get the deals done with the managers, the agents, the lawyers, the promoters. You know, I, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to fight whoever, whenever, wherever. And, and I truly, I truly mean that. And I think my, you know, actions and my, uh, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, activity over the past year and a half has shown that, um, you know, he, I didn't even think I was going to fight Tyron, but he started talking in the locker room. I knock out his boy and it's, it's a, another perfect fight to make. Um, and, you know, this guy is a serious opponent. Like we're not taking him lightly at all. Like five-time UFC champion, heavy striker, knockout power. Um, so it's, it's going to be, it's going to be a brawl in there August 29th. And I'm prepared for war. And, and speaking of making, uh, making fights being, being difficult and taking time, you've obviously got a man over there, Tommy Fury, who've had a number of exchanges with on social media. Um, you both kind of had this strange entrance to the sport. You both already had this platform. You both come from families with famous brothers. You, you both got all these sort of similarities as well. There is the potential there for an enormous, enormous fight that must really excite you. And I know you can't look ahead of either Tommy's fight or yours, but you must be so excited about what could happen there. Yeah, no, 100%. That's why I wanted him on the undercard, you know, I have to go out there August 29th, prove myself. And he has to go out there on August 29th and prove himself. 
And if the stars align, that's a, that's a massive fight that I think we both want. I think we both think we're better than each other. And it's, it's two legendary families, legendary, you know, brothers, uh, and it's, you know, us versus UK. There's so much to it that makes it crazy. We're both like the same age, you know, both came from a different world. Uh, so it's interesting, man. And, and, and definitely see it happening. It, you know, I'm going to win. It just, it just, whether or not he's going to win on August 29th. And, uh, and if he's actually going to sign the deal, you know, he, his, his team has been a little bit like shaky, even coming over to the U S and fighting on the undercard. So, you know, I, I think he might be second guessing whether or not to act, whether or not he actually wants to smoke with me. And another British fighter that's, that's joined our undercard, Daniel Dubois, a very exciting heavyweight. We're, you know, he's really gaining momentum and traction over there. He had a bad loss in December, but otherwise he's been an absolute wrecking ball. The fact that he's there, we spoke earlier about the boxing world beginning to accept you, right? The fact that people are seeing your shows now as, as a chance to show themselves to the world, it must make you feel pretty good inside to think like, hey, boxing, you know, you were giving me grief, but but look what's happening now. Yeah, and look, I mean, that that's all I've wanted to do. You know, I, I'm, I'm not even trying to show off and be like, hey, look, I'm doing good things. Like, I, I like Daniel Dubois as a fighter. My coach talks about him all the time. I've watched him. Um, and, you know, it, it made perfect sense to, to get him on, on the undercard. And I want to build out amazing events with some of the best fighters so that, you know, the people on the card can grow from it and maybe gain a whole new audience and a whole, a whole new fan base. So I want to be able to, yeah, spread that love and just grow the sport. And you mentioned the coach there. Just, just lastly, I want to mention him. Um, So much of the last uh, few fights has been about people respecting the fact that you're actually in there and really learning how to fight. How much of that is down to BJ Flores? A lot, man. You know, BJ is is incredible. Um, the the whole entire team problem child is absolutely incredible. We we have a joke in camp where it's like, you know, Tom Brady and the Patriots, Michael Jordan and the Bulls, team problem child. Like same same level of of uh, execution, commitment, and savagery, um, and they're the reason. Like I, I accredit it all to my team. Like they push me every single day and it's, you know, 80 something years between my, my three boxing coaches, 80 something years of experience that they literally jam into my head every single day. So, you know, I feel like I've been doing this my whole life, ironically enough. And um, they're, they are experts. And that is, I think why these fights have, you know, gone the way they have is because we just dissect our opponents like a science experiment. And I, I go in there and operate and make it happen. Perfect. Thanks so much for your time, Jake. Can't wait Thank to see you. what you got in store for us on the night. Let's go, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, awesome. mate. Thank you very much.